Hello and welcome to Notations, where we learn about the people and the stories behind early music. I'm Sylvia Lécuyer, and in today's episode, my guest is Vincent Dumestre, who will be performing in Vancouver on Friday, October 20th at Christchurch Cathedral with his ensemble, Le Poème Harmonique. Very happy that you finally make your way all the way to Vancouver, because uh, the fans of early music here will be happy to discover what you bring to them. Le Poème Harmonique is an ensemble that you created in 98. So that's already 25 years ago. You were very young when you were creating that. You were about 30. I was. I was. <laughs> and what made you think that you had to create this group of musicians? What did you have in mind, especially? Well, I was working with a lot of, um, of groups, uh, of orchestras. For, for example, uh, it was uh, Jean-Claude Malgoire or Jordi Saval or, I mean... And, um, well, it was a pleasure to do it and to learn uh, in, in the orchestra. But in that time, I, I really loved the, 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 the ancient, I mean, the early, early music, I mean, the music of the 17th century. And I've, I've done a lot of uh, 18th century music with them. And I was like asking myself, well, how to do this, that music? And I was uh, searching in uh, some sources in, in, in the uh, bibliotheque and, and the library. And, um, and I found a lot of very beautiful pieces from, uh, well, uh, Castaldi, Domenico Belli, I mean, Italian one or French one with the air de cour, uh, uh, Moulinier, Guédron. And these uh, composers were really not known at this time. And there, there were quasi any disc. Uh, Suzy Leblanc, I think, had, yes. uh, if I remember well, yeah. And it was beautiful Moulinier recording she did. Yeah, exactly. Beginning. I remember. It was beautiful. But I mean, except her and except maybe some pieces or some people that done this music. But I mean, there was quasi nothing. And well, someday I I, I, I decide to to stop everything. It was a bit crazy, you know. I decided to stop every every um, uh, collaborations, and and then I was I mean without any any money and anything. But I was really really, really happy to 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 enter in a new adventure. And um, well, so to do exactly what I what I wanted to do with that special music and the first disc was um uh, domenico bell uh, no uh, castaldi and it was a so big success uh, I, I it was incredible to have this success with a, a group absolutely not known and a composer not known and so it gave us well energy to i mean to continue until uh, today and uh, and then you continue to explore with uh, at least what we know here the best are your recordings, of course. Uh, each recording bringing bring us in a new universe, musical universe, uh, including uh, one that is very early too, called Au Marche du Palais, where you included uh, popular sound songs of the 17th and 18th century. What what relationship do you see between the popular music of the time and this and this music savant, the, the serious music? Well, mm, there is a, an, an enormous um, uh, influence of the the popular music on the the music, the serious music. I don't know if the, ex exactly the word, but I mean the sav music savant. Mm. Um, and, and when you when you imagine the um, the core of Henri IV, for example. Um, people uh, were dancing uh, in in some hamlet or some village. Uh, the, the music that you heard 
in the uh, royal court. Really? It, it was really the same, for example, the Gigue or the Sarabande or the Allemande that we've done with a hurdy-gurdy. We say hurdy-gurdy, yeah? Yeah, yeah. 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 Orgue de Barbarie. Yeah, or uh, Vielarou. Yeah. And we, we can have this music in the court of, of the king, just with different instruments, but I mean, it, it, it was exactly the same. Or we have it, for example, with Bach in, in the 18th century in this uh, cello's uh, suite, uh, but it's the same music. So, so uh, serious music take to the to the to the popular music the the structure of 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 their of their music and it's very interesting to go to the to the um, uh, popular music and to imagine how it was done how it sounds and that's the reason why I've I've done this uh, famous disc the Au Marche du Palais and we've got in in this concert in the, uh, that we prepare for you. Um, there would be a so beautiful uh, old song. Maybe you know it. It's um, Quand je menais les chevaux boire. You know that song? We, yes, I think, yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's uh, one of the, the best. And I, I, we, we've done it, we do, we do it in this uh, program because it's really natural to have it between air de cour, between the, the ballet royaux, between uh, instrumental uh, music of um, um, Michel Richard de Lalande. Or uh, or others or Etienne Moulinier. I mean, it's really that sounds of Paris and of and of Le Louvre when it was a, a castle. Yeah, that's what's interesting uh, for me. Uh, of course, when the Louvre was a castle, Louis XIV was still very young. Only when he was forty years old, he decided that he was big enough to build himself a grand palace like he wanted in Versailles. But until then, he was living in Paris among the Parisians and the people and the people working in the palace were also ordinary people. And I think you mentioned one day in an interview that you could hear uh, the, the people working, I don't know, cleaning the steps and things, singing popular songs in Versailles. There was kind of a, um, a beautiful cohabitation of the people of Paris and the king. But unfortunately for him, I mean, he moved away from his people and that ended quite badly at the end because but Versailles was a place where he was presenting a different type of music it was grandiose it was to show his power no you 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 use the right words when you say a, co a good cohabitation and it was really that between the le peuple between people uh, and and the king and it's it was a tradition in France from before uh, François Ier, Henry IV, uh, Louis XIII, uh, that I mean, they, it, they were they were king, but near the people, and exactly as you say, when uh, uh, Louis XIV arrived to Versailles, he cut this this kind of of um, combination or uh, tradition, and and Versailles was really like uh, the 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 mirror of the power, and the music of Lully was the mirror of the power also so the, the 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 reason to be of the music uh, was really different in in le louvre it was just for the pleasure if i simplify things and in in, in versailles it was really um uh, for i mean and i mean just tricks plain his power yeah 
Yeah, and he built a opera there and everything. So now at the Louvre and the music you bring to us now, you you bring it with a small ensemble. You know, the chambers were smaller, so it was smaller production. So we have the smaller version of Le Poème Harmonique coming to us. Explain to, not, to us what this po the Poème Harmonique is built. Well, it's it's not the smaller one, you know. We have smaller oh. than that, of course. No, we have. Oh, okay. We we no, we do we do quatuor also. You know, we are with with four or five five people to to eighty or hundred people when we when we do big operas, for example. Um, and that is my pleasure because uh, you know my job is is not a job. It, I mean, it's full of job. Uh, I'm I, I do I do a lot of research. I'm like a musicologist, finally, or archaeologue sometimes. And uh, of course, I'm a conductor, and I'm also a lutist. And uh, well, this is a group, so I mean, there's a lot of human things. So I'm, I don't know the word in in English. I have to I mean build that between people and it. So it's so fantastic uh, moment that I that, that I have, and my pleasure is to do. 50% of uh, my time, uh, big production and when, I, when I'm conduct and 50% uh, just playing with just the pleasure to be with my instrument and with my best friends uh, for, for this kind of concert. So it would be, it will be, um, for you, it will be, uh, um, yeah, musique de chambre. It means with two violinists, um, the bass, I mean, to to uh, to bass I mean uh, a violone and uh, a gamba and uh, two harmonies in fact I mean myself with a with a lute and uh, and Camille de la Forge on on cembalo and uh, and a singers uh, Anaïs Bertrand that is a very perfect to do Italian music because it's often written uh, with two uh, trebles and bass and more the the voice. Uh, but also French music works like that. So I mean, it, it, I think it's perfect uh, cast for for this um, for this kind of of program. And with that, what you do is you are telling us a story because I think I love the way you seem to be um, imagining your programs. It's always a story. You take us somewhere. You you make an experience for us. So mm. uh, what what will be the story that you tell us at this concert? And well, it's, I really love this word when you say a story because uh, I always feel my 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 job like uh, some like, like a father who who is who who have to to I mean to to say his story to his childrens and uh, to do the most to uh, so that they are I mean like you know with a, with the eyes like that I mean it's. It's very simple, in, in fact, our job. You know, we have people in front of us. I mean, we just have to give them pleasure uh, with the with the music and and uh, the structure, the dramaturgy, the the story that that we tell is very important. The moment of silence, the moment of 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 a lot of energy, of of violence, of sweetness. We we build it, of course. It's not natural. We have to think to it. We have to prepare it so it's really prepared but I mean it's really natural also and if it works it's so beautiful because I mean it's our best uh, uh, pleasure um, and I forget your question 
No, we were talking about the stories, and that's exactly where yeah. we are. And and right. I think a bit what you what you mentioned in your presentation of the program in general is that you had this French music in uh, in in the, in the Louvre and in France in general, and then some kind of cataclysmic event came from Italy, which was the Italian opera, and completely exactly. transformed things. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it's the the story of Mazarin because Mazarin was the minister of Africators. And he was very important in France. He was a very intelligent uh, guy and um, in love with with uh, Italian opera. And he, he bring the the the, Ital uh, the the Italian opera to to Paris in uh, 1645 uh, with the first um, opera that was uh, La Finta Pazza from Sacrati. And then Cavalli, he bring Cavalli, uh, Egisto, and uh, uh, the Orfeo from Rossi, and then a lot of each year it was a new uh, Italian opera. And at the beginning, it was in very small um, venue. It was uh, uh, in the Palais Bourbon for the first one, and Palais Bourbon, Petit Palais de Bourbon is it was for 20 people, so I mean, oh. really nothing. And uh, but it was boring for people because they, they really don't don't uh, don't like the Italian speech in the music because it was that. And the the last one was the not Egisto but um, uh, Ercole Amante, the la last uh, last uh, Italian opera who came to Paris, and it was a big success with, uh, I think, some, something like six or seven thousand of people who were wow. in, the, in, the, in the venue. But people really love the ballet of Lully that Lully put into the opera, but not the music of Cavalli. So <laughs> the poor, the poor Cavalli was, was uh, I mean, coming back to Paris for the third time and each time people really don't care about the music of um, of uh, I mean the Italian music uh, but what happened then um, uh, Lully of course who understood the the music who understood what what kind of music like French people it means uh, sweet uh, melody, um, dance, because the, the king danced, the people danced, it was very important. Um, the air de cour, so the madrigals, something like that. And he invent uh, the famous French uh, recitative then with a, with a girl from the, from the theater, not from the Comédie Française, but something like that from the Hôtel de Bourgogne, it was like the Comédie Française. He just uh, asked her to, to declam, I mean, to speak the words. And, and he was on a chamber playing the, the, some harmony. And he just invented the, the recitative like that. And some years ago, in 1673, uh, he he um, organized finally. He 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 writes the the first French op opera. It means tragedy, French tragedy, that was uh, Cadmus and uh, and Hermione, and it was the beginning of a, an amazing story between himself and uh, Kino, the libertist, for ten years and for uh, eleven opera. Uh, that were re really, really important for the French repertory until uh, 
until the the twenty uh, secular. I mean, until twentieth yeah, uh, century. I, yeah. I love the way you tell the story when you said you did that a few years ago. I have the impression that you are living in the time. I mean, you are, you you are you experience, and we will be able to experience ourselves listening to the music, the difference and the progression between those different styles of music that were that was happening at the time. That's fascinating. You take us back in time. You mean uh, between which music? Between the, 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 the French popular music and the French music at the court and the Italian music coming, we will be able to hear the different styles at the concert. Ah, yeah, of course. Of course, I mean, it was very different in, in the time. And what is um, fantastic is to imagine that people really hear for the first time the Italian recitative and they were like shocked and and we have uh, some uh, some 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 things written by by people who say that French people really find the, this music horrible because too violent, too uh, and and not uh, understanding. Uh, so um, and after I mean time after time I mean they they begin to to understand this music and after I mean in the in the end of um, the the seventeenth century. Uh, finally, the Italian music was in Europe. I mean, the the only one. I mean, the, the most important. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I I know that we talked about the concert a lot. Just a couple of things that you're doing beside preparing those tours that impresses me very much. You created l'école harmonique, which is a little bit of a system that you have in in Normandy, the area of France where you are installed. Mm -hmm. Is it also managed by le poème harmonique by your group? Yeah, well, I, you know, um, we have a residence in in uh, Rouen. I mean, Rouen is in the center of the Normandy, and so we do a lot of things here. Uh, here, I mean, creation, new program, have a little festival, and all the things, and two uh, things for childrens and also for, uh, I mean, I mean, students, let's say. So for students, students, we, we I organize a, an international uh, concours that is the Concours Corneille. And it's absolutely now because uh, tomorrow we, we in fact, today we had uh, a lot of um, students from um, all the world, all the words and, and Canadian and uh, uh, in the United States people come just for for the for the the concours and Karina Gauvin uh, is uh, our president uh, for yeah. this three three days. This is in in Rouen and this is for I mean st students finally and we do also something for young uh, I mean for childrens. Um, because you know, in 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 France, I mean, uh, it's it's not possible for everybody to go to the conservatory because conservatory is not so expensive, but not so cheap. Also, I mean, so people cannot pay for that. So we organize something like the Sistema, as you know, um, in in Rouen for some uh, schools. And so we 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 have um, musicians who give lesson to 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 the to the children and to and they learn I mean uh, violin uh, cello and uh, I mean oh, only strings yeah it's it's really nice to to be there and uh, and and I like, I come with musicians every month to 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 do music with them and I organize a big concert at the end of the of the year in June for them 
And well, it's, I mean, it's my, uh, it's the way that, that I'm doing things for people, but not with the concert. I mean, my, my job is to be on, on stage, of course, but, I, and I don't have any time to, I'm not, I don't teach, for example, I don't do, I sometimes I do some masterclass, but I mean, very rarely. So it's my, it's the only possibility for me to, to give, give back. To give back exactly to and to give music differently as to be on stage so uh, i really love that and when you don't travel but if we travel what we can see of your productions of poem harmonique in europe is also different because you have big productions on big operas with lots of people and just tell <laughs> us a word about that you, you mean uh, the, the next one right yeah why yeah. why not well, uh, we have some concerts here in 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 France. Be, before to go uh, to this uh, to this tour, we would be in uh, Auditorium du Louvre, just ah. this, yeah yeah in the Louvre uh, in, in in one week, uh, and in uh, just before in, in some days we are in Ambronay. That is a beautiful um, festival, and we do a special program with uh, you know maybe Stéphanie Dustrac, uh, wonderful mm. mezzo soprano. Uh, and we do um, a program about the, uh, uh, the, the the beginning of the early music that is not in the seventeen uh, in the seventeenth. Uh, I mean, with uh, uh, um, uh, Arnoncourt and and uh, and, uh, and uh, Jean Claude Malgoire and uh, etc. But it was in the beginning of the twentieth century with Vanda Landowska and 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 some others. Yeah, the harpsichord player, yeah. Yeah, and uh, there was some mixity between this kind of music, the, the first early music, in fact, and the popular um, French song. So I've I've done a program around that with her. It's me, it, the, the, the title is um, Mon Amant de Saint-Jean, that is a very French-known song, from the beginning of the 20th century. It sounds and like Edith Piaf. Exactly, exactly. A bit, a bit before Edith Piaf. But I mean, okay. it's this kind of, of music and we mixed with, with our early uh, early music and, and this uh, kind of, uh, of music. And I mean, it's it's an example of, of what we do, but I mean, we have a lot of program. We, we have a, a fantastic opera on the, how would we say the genre in English? Gender. The gen gender. Gender. Yeah. The gender. Oh, really? Gender yeah. issue, yeah. Everybody's uh, talking about that right now. It's from uh, from a composer uh, that is uh, Galuppi. It's a Venetian one, uh, 18th century, and he, he composed "L'uomo femmina," the 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 man woman, oh. and, and it's a so um, uh, funny opera bouffe, and the libretto is fantastic. You know, I mean, it's just you can Im imagine, and it's really uh, against the or how, how to say that in English, um, how how guys were uh, with with uh, uh, women in, in this time in in, uh, in Venezia. Oh, the well, male supremacy or something exactly, like that. Exactly, yeah, the okay. male supremacy, exactly. So it's a project for uh, 2024. 20, and we have also a, a Carnaval Baroque with a circus uh, people, I mean, artists. Uh, and singers uh, it's an, like a, a new production but i mean an old production that we we do again we've done it from um, uh, more than 12 years 
and and quasi hundred mm. uh, representation, and uh, we 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 do it again. We we build it again. We change the cast and we change the something of the on on stage and we do it again. And it will it will be in uh, December. Well, I mean, we have a lot of cons. I mean, it's, so it's I mean, a lot of things to. I love your passion and I love the way the way you make early music alive again and reborn constantly. It's mm -hmm. a great pleasure. Well, I hope you can bring us uh, some of uh, your other production. Otherwise, we'll try to do our best to go where you are and to see them. Thank you, Vincent, for chatting with me today. You can purchase tickets to Vincent's concert at earlymusic.bc.ca. And I hope you will join us for the next episode of Notations. <laughs>